All right. I want to welcome everyone to the inaugural weekend at Berkman's podcast, place where we talk about everything and nothing. I'm your host, Mike Robleski. Oh, we lost one already. That was a short-lived guest. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Joined by my friends here, Mark Snyder and Steve Maddox. It's a beautiful Easter Sunday. What was the best thing you guys ate today? Breakfast taco. What was the I'm, meat? I'm going to go uh, hey. pork roast. Uh, nice uh, crock pot pork roast that the, uh, my wife made. It was nice. It was nice. What about you? Ooh, uh, probably peanut butter pie. I got so many questions. That sounds great. Why? That's so not a meat. You asked us about a meat, and that's no best meal. Pie. Oh, meal! It's not my first <laughs> podcast, but it's my first time to use my ears today. All right, is there a start over button? So let's uh, let's jump right in. First thing I want to talk about here, guys, is uh, the Masters. So uh, obviously, a thriller today at Harbortown. Stephen Haddock's favorite course, isn't that right? Yeah, I played it a couple times. Won't go back. Not impressed. What's wrong with it? Uh, for the price and for the quality, it is subpar. Um, definitely, there's a lot of great courses in South Carolina, a lot of great courses on the island of Hilton Head. Definitely, we'll be playing others next time. Not worth all the uh, hubbub of Harbor Town. Seb Straka didn't seem to have a problem with it today, Stephen. Uh, seems kind of like a you thing more so than me being able to play the course. It looked like it was in pristine shape. That's all I got to say. It does yeah, look great on TV. Yeah, great shape. Not worth it. You, you, there, you wow. go, the last two holes, the only thing memorable, 17 after Calabogie Sound, 18 to the lighthouse. That is it. You're paying for two holes. Yeah. Is that a Pete Dye? Pete died, Jack know. Nicholas, yeah. Mm. Jack Nicholas apparently went 23 times to help with that course. That's a little known fact. Give or take. And, uh, give or take five trips. Give or take five apparently trips. Apparently, Jordan Spieth had no problem with it. He wins two Easters in a row. Uh, playoff with Cantlay shoots 66 today after missing another shorty. Was that yesterday? Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I watched, I watched yesterday, I watched today. Not good for speed, but hey, he brings it home in the end. Uh, early, early money on next year's Easter Sunday, Victor, Jordan Spieth. Where? The Masters. Ooh, green and rub. And he got some good advice from his wife last night. She said, when you miss a putt, take five seconds before you hit. Some good wife <laughs> advice there. Look at that. Damn. He wins. Only one of us is married here, and I will take that advice all the time. Although Mike is getting ready to say some nuptials later this year. Let's hope so. Got him a plaid jacket today. I do want to talk about your trip to the Masters, Stephen. So how many years uh, now have you been in a row? Years in a row, uh, one. Successfully gone, one. Been invited multiple due to yeah. the Rona, due to the Corona. remember Coronavirus. Okay, so you and I went on a Monday. It was rainy. That was pre-pandemic. Okay, and then 
you were on hold for several years, finally got, but I feel like you went a year prior, did you not? No, just no. Just okay. the second time I wish. In my dreams, I've gone many times and made some winning putts on each team, but only no. gone as a patron twice. So have you got the most out of this ticket? Is this ticket finally expired? You don't get to go next year on it? Yes. No, we had a banner day, no rain outs. It was perfect. Mid seventies, little breeze. We're out there for 10 and a half hours, had all three meals there. Banner day. Kudos to the masters. Highlight. I need to know highlight and low light, Stephen. Highlight and low light. I can already, I can already tell them the low light. Although I did see bluebell peachy peach ice cream and I will be picking up some of that with some sugar cookies and making my own master's ice cream sandwiches. To the millions of listeners out there, Stephen, they want to know your highlight and low light. Yeah, start out with the low, my kid on it. No Georgia peach ice cream sandwiches, subpar patron experience in that that realm. Moment of silence, moment of silence. Mm-hmm. Make up tickets next year for not getting the full experience. I've heard, I've heard that uh, the chairman has given that some consideration. I appreciate it. Let's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was your low light. You didn't have the ice cream sandwiches. Apparently, that's a problem. What's your highlight? I mean, it's hard to choose between the cheap, amazing sandwiches, the cheap beer. Uh, spend too much on merch, so that could be a highlight or a low light, depends on which way you spend that. Um, but just, just all, everything, just walking the ground. So, walking okay. I was going to say, I, I had highlight here. My guess is that your highlight, uh, as I held it up to my head here was going to be something course related, but you went with cheap booze and food. That was your highlight. So that's good to know. It's good to know. So you could have gone to any course in America, maybe the Muni that I grew up on called Indian Creek and you'd have been fine, but you were at the masters and you sought out cheap beer and food that's great, or, that's great. i'm, I'm, I'm glad i'm glad he won the tickets in the waffle house yeah. 2.99 i should just met john daly at hooters and hung out with him all day hmm. right there mm-hmm. on washington what do you think what do we think about scheffler we think he's a you think he's a pretender or you think he's the real deal i'm in real deal i got real deal I got three, three tournaments this year. He's got, a, he's, he's got, he has a fancy fleet footed golfer, unlike anybody we've ever seen before. I think it's real deal and he's here to stay. He's got a short game of the gods. Um, it's, it's uh, the putting is something, you know, that I, I've heard you guys comment about on about me before. It just, the ball goes in the hole. The ball goes in the hole. I don't know what else to say. For the millions of you, for the millions of listeners, I can't putt to save my life, but Scheffler. That's not true. Why not? Why not? I think here's my thing. I think Scotty is great. I think he's been crushing it right now. He's a dry course guy. Scotty is not a mutter. And when I say he's not a mutter, my concern is that with that swing and with wet conditions, he's going to be slipping and sliding with those fans. Yeah, it's a lot of foot action. He's going to get off on that club face and start shankopotamusing all over the place, finishing dead last. I hope he figures it out. I hope he keeps winning on dry courses. The wet courses, no money on Scotty. I tell you what, from everything I've heard too, Mike, I don't think you can meet a nicer guy. Sounds like he's a quality guy, good human being, good husband. So I like it when good guys win. So I hope he's around to for. Does he win another major this year? 
I can tell you this. He's definitely going to be in another major. You heard, you heard it here first. Uh, I, I think, I mean, hey, if Southern Hills is dry, uh, like uh, some of us that know the course, uh, I think he is the odds-on favorite going into the week. I think uh, he's he's got what it takes. He plays in the wind. He knows how to play in the wind. Uh, Tulsa gets windy and dry. He, I think he's my favorite going into it. Tulsa, Toledo, Topeka, does it really matter? It All doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. Where number the wind two, blows. Number two in the world right now. Who's ranked number two in the world? Any guesses? Uh, I'm Rom? Go John Rom. Not Rom. Colin, Colin Morikawa. That was my next guess. Jeez. All right, let's, let's but, uh, talk about – But Stephen was a C people. student, so he typically gets too many answers wrong. You get three. Mm -hmm. He's a C student. Enterprise hires C students. Look that one up. Let's talk about Phil for a minute. Uh, obviously, Phil in the news lately for the wrong reasons for his comments around the uh, live uh, Saudi league and that interview with Alan Shipnuck where there was uh, some disagreement as to whether or not those comments were on or off the record. Uh, Phil announcing he is going to play in the U.S. Open, though, try and get the Grand Slam playing at Brookline this year, about 20 minutes outside of Boston. Uh, anybody remember most least recently what Brookline is famous for? The Ryder last Cup? Year. Ryder Cup? Ryder Cup, remember the year or the shirts? Uh, oh, definitely the remember the shirts. Frame. I mean, the picture frame shirts, uh, was it Justin Leonard sinking the putt? I think that's probably oh, the most memorable. I, I, I mean, obviously I – Yield to the membership if there's something that's happened uh, bigger since, like the club championship or something. But for my viewing pleasure, I think it was the Ryder Cup. You asked about the year. Ooh. I don't know. No. Close. They were on odd years then. But 99. Yeah. 99. Yeah. 99 of Brookline. Yeah. I, were we right? Was that the most? Uh... Yeah, you were right. It's called, okay. it's okay. actually called Good. the Country Club. Um, That's I, right. You know, I'm interested because I don't know how big the course is. I don't know what the facilities are like in terms of hosting a major. Um, you know, they went to Marion, what, back in 13. Mm -hmm. uh, Phil blew a lead there to lost to Justin Rose in Philly. Well, we're, we're new to the Internet, Mike, but uh, there is a way to figure this out. How that was just it, all. That's all recall. Oh, but, recall. OK, recall. <clears throat> my bad. But they are going back to Marion. <clears throat> So maybe they're giving some of these smaller tracks a chance, but honestly don't know how big Brookline is. But that'll be – Phil will be back there. I'm sure Tiger will probably be back there and Scotty. Um, but, you know, where does where does Phil go from here? There's some speculation. You know, yeah. I mean, listen, in the first place. I appreciate you asking the question, Mike. I mean, here's the deal. I believe sometimes people say things – and, you know, they have good intentions. I, I can't tell you what Phil's thinking, but I, I'm all about giving people a second chance. And uh, I think he's been good to the game of golf and the game of golf has been good to him. And I hope he, you know, and uh, others figure it out and let him back in. I know that there's no official letting him back in, but I hope it all gets figured out because I think he's good for the game of golf. That's my official take. Phil, if you're out there, I'm happy to chat. Do you think the Masters barred him from coming? Think he's on a double secret probation? 
I have no clue, Stephen. I sure hope that whatever went on there, that uh, it's all been sorted out and it'll be fixed in the future. Did he even go to the dinner? He couldn't have gone to the dinner, right? He probably wasn't um, even on the grounds. I don't believe that, uh, according to the, the the reports that were published, no, there was no 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 attendance by Phil at the dinner. No Phil and no Angel Cabrera. Well, <laughs> so Stephen's new to podcasting, uh, but uh, <clears throat> that's a rabbit hole. That's what we call a rabbit hole. I was just naming who attended and who was unable to attend. Also, Jackie Burke was unable to attend, and but you know he's getting up there in age. R.I.P. Yeah, well, I mean Greg Greg Norman wasn't at the Champions Dinner either, but I mean they they couldn't set yeah. up the Zoom call for Ron Hell from Cell Block E, so fortunately he didn't join, but. Uh, it's just, it's crazy what people do, right? I mean, Phil's thrown away. It is. It is. Sponsorship, thrown away. Ryder Cup cap, then he's thrown away. The booth, I I mean, he just uh, he just went off the deep end. And uh, I think that was Nicholas, right, who, or Gary Player, who said that people make mistakes, which, you know, very noble. Um, I think he'll come back. I'd love to see him win the Open. Obviously, uh, you know, he's the defending uh, PGA champion but i i think you know people will forgive quickly but i i very interested to see what happens with the saudi league a lot of big time person being talked about and i mean if they get some players to jump who can basically um increase what they're making now you know tenfold or whatever i I do think they'll get people to jump and we'll see where it goes from there you got norman back in it too so how bad can it be well, I think that was a nice comment by Gary Player about Phil, but also Gary Player knows his fair share about uh, some uh, issues and all that. So maybe that's a topic for a different uh, podcast. We can get into that. Okay. So I, Gary I, sticking I, up for Phil. Look at that. I didn't know that. I knew that, uh, you know, if you do some digging on Arnold Palmer, you might get something a little unsavory. Didn't know that about the Black Knight. So we'll add oh, yeah. that to a future episode. We'll do a little digging on that, a little investigative reporting. All right, let's switch gears here. Talk a little bit about the old round ball. Somebody cue the John Tesh music. The old What's round the ball. <clears throat> What's the care factor here, boys, on the NBA playoffs? Didn't even um, know the playoffs were going on. Got to be honest. Until five seconds ago none. when you said the NBA playoffs. I, I, you know, that's a, that's a joke. Uh, I, I knew earlier today when I read a headline that said uh, somebody went into Dallas and stole game one. And so I naturally I got inquisitive and I was like, what is that all about? <clears throat> and that's when I found out that the NBA playoffs are going on. I really thought they were later in the year. What happened? Did they get moved? Is this a Corolla virus thing or no? No, I don't think so. They do draw them out pretty well, though. I think we're talking about probably July when the final. Yeah, because I think I've been in Vegas before in June, and I've had a couple parlays on like the Cavaliers back in the day when LeBron was there. I thought it was June, so that's why I was like, you know, playoffs. I I wait. You know, what is it? Four hundred and twelve game season. I I just I don't know how many games they play. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. That's that sounds sounds better. Baseball. My bad. Yeah, Mavericks lost game one. Um, No Doncic, though. They were without the shooting Lithuanian. So he's out for game two, I've heard. But when he's back, it's a different ball game. 
Okay, but you you guys really don't care either way there. I uh, I'm gonna look forward to watching the Sixers. Obviously, just picked up Harden. Uh, they they won pretty handily mm-hmm. in Game One. Him and Bead. Now there's another guy here. I wonder if uh, I didn't mention for the listeners. And I got two Dallas listeners. boys on here. Do we know the name Tyrese Maxey? Well, he had 38 for the Sixers. Wow. Happens to be born in Dallas, went to a place called South Garland. You ever heard of that? I have. Gar. So I know Spicy Gar. I don't know South Gar. <laughs> I don't know if they call it South Gar. Got to be honest. That's how you get beat up in the cafeteria. Yeah, Mike, I, I mean, I'm excited. You know, I hope, I hope whatever team wins is the best team, you know? Let's just put it that way. I, I, I feel bad. There's so many amazing sports out there. NBA, you know, fantastic league. Um, I just, I don't have do you, so many, so many neurons for so many sports. How do you feel about NBA Jam? Great video game. Great video do game. You, can you remember a duo for the Mavericks from NBA Jam? Rolando Blackman and Roy Tarpley. Or am I going way too far back? Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm also a little older than you guys. I'm just a little older than you guys. Rolando Blackman, Roy Tarpley. Back in the day, you could – the Dallas Mavericks weren't so great pre-Cuban. Mark, thanks for doing what you did for the city. They weren't great. You could get, you know, a family of four in there for $20. And if you're of age, I think there was a beer or two thrown in. And then you also – and this is is a freebie for you historians. You could also – get tickets to the Dallas Sidekicks, which was an indoor arena soccer league. And there was a player on there called Tattoo. (laughs) Fantastic. Y'all look that up. We'll talk about it maybe on another. Send me some emails. We can talk through Tattoo. But Rolando Blackman, Roy Tarpley, I think were two of the best uh, Dallas Mavericks before they were, you know, uh, great. And I'm telling you, two of the greatest basketball players of all time, not to be recognized by the Hall of Fame. The trio of Mavericks I grew up with was Dirk, Steve Nash, and Michael Finley. They were the ones I grew up idolizing and watching. Great couple years with them. Didn't get as deep in the playoffs as we wanted, but those were fun Mavs years. The one that I you're talking about. The one I remember from NBA Jam was Ron Harper. Ah, yes. And then old Don Nelson. Another another classic. Don Nelson. What was the name of the place? They played in before uh, the AAC. Anybody? I, I have no idea. Reunion. Reunion Arena. Oh, yeah. Used to go to a lot of Mavs games and Stars games there. Oh, great. yeah. And yeah. Dallas Sidekicks. Dallas Sidekicks. Oh, can't forget the Sidekicks. That's a different kind of round ball. But, yes. I know. Yes. AAC is a big upgrade. I'm going to have to try and make it to uh, – Couple of stars games this year. I should quite like game. Getting into the playoffs. All right, now we're into our uh, drink review segment of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and open it up for some sponsors whenever they're ready to join in. But uh, today we've purchased everything. We're new. We're new, Mike. But I bet the sponsors will flock. you know, and, and that's fine. We'll, we'll open it up to those that align with our views and the way we uh, want to run this podcast. <clears throat> We're going to have Mark do uh, each week some sort of 
domestic review, uh, you know, feel free to throw in whatever you want. But basically, at the end of these reviews, I want to know, you know, would you recommend it? Would you get it again? Uh, Steven will be doing the hard liquor reviews. And then I, of course, will hit up the, uh, the craft beers. Uh, so let's start with Mark. What do you yeah, got? Today, today I, 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 you know, it's one of these things that I'm sure the millions of viewers we have worldwide have probably not been to Texas, but there's a little known brewery known as the Spetzel Brewery. Uh, I am currently enjoying a Shiner Bach from the Spetzel Brewery, not too far from where the podcast is taking place today here in Texas, Shiner Bach. Uh, it's, you know, I, I like it because it's an easy drinking domestic. Some people, some restaurants will put it on the import list, probably because they just want, you know, to, to fancy it up a little bit. But it really is a domestic. And I'm, I'm proud of the, the people of Spetzel and what they've been able to do with a Bach. That's me, Mike. Shiner Bach. Oh, I highly recommend this. This is one of those. You come in from a lawn, lawn mowing day. You're sitting by the pool. I encourage you to get one of their cans. I'm currently drinking it out of a bottle. But if you're by the pool, the glass could be bad. But they have it in cans, too. I highly recommend. It's nice. China or Yingling? Okay. See, now we're talking some right, different. We'll but, yeah, I'll save that for another day. That, that, mm. that could be one of my other domestics, one of America's oldest breweries, Yingling. All right, Stephen, what do you got? I'm going with the uh, Smoke Wagon Straight Bourbon. It is uh, distilled and bottled by Nevada Agency Distilling in Las Vegas, right? So it's not that good Kentucky juice. But oh, okay, for, for, for uh, Vegas whiskey, it is very good. This one is their lowest kind of baseline uh, whiskey that they have. I'll break out the better stuff next time. Uh, but for $30, it's tough to beat. Uh, definitely good uh, smoke, oak uh, smell on the nose, maybe a little honey, maybe some toasted nuts. Uh, on, on the palate, you definitely get that uh, oak. You maybe get a little caramel, uh, maybe some nutmeg. It's good. It's great. For 30 bucks. I recommend if it was 40 no. At $30, it's, it's a, it's a wow. good four. Is there is there a sommelier equivalent for the whiskeys? Because you sure sounded like a a wine sommelier there with some of the notes and nuts stuff you were talking hey, through. I you know I've gotten into it. I've really uh, become a connoisseur. My assortment has gone up in the last uh, okay. couple months. I'm kind of consider myself oh. a bourbon hunter now. So, bourbon uh, hunter. I've got quite the bourbon story. hunter. All right, all right. And Mike, what do you got? Well, I just want to say that i love that choice because that reminds me of tombstone he says you're gonna skin that smoke wagon and just stand there and bleed i love that one that's a good one smoke wagon i have out of community beer company do you know where that is from oregon community texas wow, yes. dallas know. texas community ah. beer company i win this is a pale ale and I have purchased this in honor of Mr. Vern Lundquist. This baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, this is a, it's not a hazy, but it's uh, it's very dank. And uh, it's quite quaffable. I, I like the pale ales. I like the hazies. I can't get enough of them. Um, this one's kind of like a urine color, but it tastes really good. 
I don't I don't so know if anyone has I ever described down. a beer with um, uh, that kind of color before, but uh, yeah, it does help our listeners understand what color it is. That's great, Mike. Thanks. I wrote down urine color, dank and quaffable. I'm gonna have to you know break out the dictionary and some of those, but I appreciate that that verbiage. I'm not sure that those entice me to go get a yes sir. Well, most importantly, yes, I would have it again. Yes, sir. All right, I got a, I got a topic here. <clears throat> I'm quite proud of myself. I'm on a uh, six-day flossing streak. Now, I don't think I've ever been to the dentist. Clarification. Okay, thank you. I was like, dance or dental hygiene. <laughs> I didn't know if you were dancing. Okay, sorry. Please continue. For the youngins. To our listeners, they could have, the young listeners, because again, of our millions of listeners, we have some young ones, they could have thought you were dancing, but you're talking about the dental hygiene. All right, please continue. I've never been to the dentist where I truthfully, and I've told them I've flossed before. They see right Mm. through that. I've never been Mm. where I could truthfully say I do floss. I'm looking forward to that this time, though. My question to you all is, well, one, do you floss? But then secondly, does anyone else experience this where they go to the dentist and they lose about a quart of blood because the... Hygienist gets in there with the with the sharp tools and just goes to work like they had a bad day. Um, well, Scotty Scheffler was listening to the pod until we talked about your dental. Scotty doesn't hygiene. go to the dentist. Well, I don't. I don't know, but I'm worried that okay. Uh, I I floss on an ad hoc basis since you asked. You know, when I get something stuck in my teeth, piece of meat that just lodges itself in that last molar. It doesn't want to come out and then you like scrape your tongue enough that you finally realize it's, it's time, you know, to get the floss. Get business card. And I definitely floss when I see the dental appointments on a Thursday, I start flossing on a Tuesday because I want them to see some redness in the gums. Like maybe I, you know, twinkle the floss between the teeth, but uh, I'm just not a flosser. I just, I've never have been, I, I don't like the feeling. Sometimes I get it stuck and it just hurts. Uh, but to the question at hand, yes. Uh, when my dental hygienist, whom I, I love dearly, 18 years, same dentist, um, she goes in and I feel like she's going with barbed wire between my teeth. But she, come, <laughs> she comes out with chunks of meat. And I just, and I'm not talking about the sausage from the night before. I'm talking my gums. So I, I, I don't know. I really try to, I do the head move thing where like I, I can move my head down so she doesn't dig as hard. I've perfected that move. Um, but I hate it. I mean, I really don't understand. I mean, I, I, I go back to our forefathers and foremothers that had wooden <clears throat> teeth, never used floss, and they lived, you know? So anyway, that's all I got. Stephen? Yeah, I'm about the same. Uh, I go to the dentist three times a year, and I am honest with them. That's American great insurance. Ask me if I floss. Yeah, great insurance still. Ah. And ask me if I floss uh, only three times a year when the dental hygienist does it, or or just ad hoc if I'm having some Woody Smokehouse. Shout out Woody Smokehouse, beef jerky, a little between the gums. East side, west side to Woody's. Uh, north side, depends. northbound, southbound. Yeah, northbound, northbound southbound. Depends. I'm more of a oh, northbound. I like the northbound. Me too. I like the northbound. Getting out of Dodge. All right, sorry. Um, but also, uh, what I will say, just a quick, uh, quick tip is don't open your mouth fully. Give yourself some room to move the jaw. So if they come down really hard, Going for that blood, open the job, give it a little bit of leeway. Yep, I agree. That's a professional tip right there, folks. Well, and chapstick. Always put chapstick on first. I'm going to keep the flossing streak up to see if that somehow 
reduces the amount of blood that comes out on the next visit. Right. So we will so I'm writing down six days on April 17th. We'll see what you are next week on the 24th. There you go. Six days uh, also, April. just shout out to coffee. So, I, you know, another one of those things I can't get enough of uh, that, you know, they say after the fourth or fifth cup of the day, the uh, benefits really start to kick in, the antioxidants and all the other good stuff. I'm currently on a community coffee out of Baton Rouge. They make a Mardi Gras, the cinnamon and vanilla. I can't, I can't get enough of it. I found some in the store today. Uh, hopefully I can get it all year, but uh, it really does it for me. I, you know, I don't do anything fancy. I just got the Mr. Coffee uh, and uh, make it in the morning, but it's, it's really good. It's not too bad. Uh, you know, for the listeners, if you got anything you like, any tips for how to make that that uh, coffee store quality coffee at home, please send that in. But for right now, I can't beat it with the Mr. Coffee and the community Mardi Gras. Yeah, what I'd say, if you're liking a seasonal coffee, Mike, you might want to, uh, you know, store up some extras like squirrels do in the winter for nuts, because I'm going to guess the Mardi Gras edition won't be around all year. So add a couple extra to the grocery cart next time. And what about, what about storing that? Unopened store room temperature, open it, put it in the freezer. Is that just me? Ooh, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a store at room temp, unopened, freezer, open. Or fridge if you know you're going to use it in the next few weeks. Okay. And, I, I, and that community coffee, some of that stuff gets that chicory in there. It gets, uh, gets you an extra little zing in the morning. I, I, I applaud the four to five cups. That's pretty stout. Um, well, after the after the first couple, I'm getting to <clears throat> the stuff at work, and that that just starts to erode at your molar. So that's that's no good. But I'll, I'm going to get back to the audience on some of the coffee best practices. I feel like it's not known, and uh, get back on that one. So let's move into. We're going to have a maybe weekly segment. I don't know these. You know these segments. We'll see. We're going to start with Seinfeld. Uh, each week we'll talk about an episode, maybe what we liked about it or what was different about it, whatever. Uh, the first one, we're not going to go in order, at least this week, the Kenny Rogers roaster. I think it was actually called the chicken roaster. Anybody like this one? Oh, love it. I think that this one's great. Uh, watching Kramer in his bed or in Jerry's bed, actually, after they switch apartments with chicken all over him, flinging chicken skins, wiping his hands on the nice uh, bed sheets. Uh, I'm also a big rotisserie chicken guy, so um, I really got hungry for some uh, Kenny Rogers roasters. But the sign, Have you ever been to one? No. I don't even know Never where they been are. One. I have been to a Kenny Rogers roasters. You know, it's good chicken. I mean, it's good chicken. I don't remember having the, so the, the neon uh, chicken that uh, caused Kramer not to be able to sleep and his, uh, his rhythms to be thrown out of whack. I don't remember the big neon chicken, but you know, maybe that's a big apple thing. Cause you know, they're in the Seinfelds in New York, but uh, I did think that was a good episode. I liked it. Thought it was funny. Um, I just, well, it just blows my mind that that kind of thing could happen near a residential area, but you know, whatever I, it's New York. I think anything goes up there. Uh, I think Kenny Rogers has all gone by the wayside. I, I Googled the closest one. It, it dropped the pin in Mexico, but it says Philippines. So maybe one day. 
everything. I remember, uh, you know, at some point talking about the, the genius of uh, Michael Richards, who, of course, is no longer in the favor of the mm. public, but just when you see the scene where the he leans backwards with the red light, which, of course, is just that was just brilliant. So I uh, it's a great episode. You got Newman in there trying to eat broccoli, asking for honey mustard. Great episode. Uh, what about this King of Queens? So, you know, Mark, I don't know if you got a chance to, to watch this one, but uh, this is one we, you know, quote quite regularly when we're talking to each other. This one's season three, episode five, strike one, followed up by strike two. So did you get a chance to rewatch that, Mark? And get a nice laugh? I did. Uh, you know, I, I, it, King of Queens, I think, is uh, I think it was the the comedic genius of uh, of sitcoms uh bringing those those folks together uh you know kevin james and uh the and again in this episode we we see a a lot of uh, of doug's desire to get takeout um and, and i his his the way he interacts with i forget the name of the the, the gentleman at the uh the order window but uh I, I do appreciate his love of fast food. I wish I could eat more of it. Uh, but I think King of Queens and Kevin James, what he's been able to do really is some of the, it, it's genius. I mean, it's pure genius. I think some of the rallies, rallies. I, I think so. Yes. Yes. I mean, and uh, you know, when, when you order something and uh, he, he changes his mind and, <laughs> the the audacity of the, uh, the 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 poor person at the window saying oh we'll strike uh, the other thing you ordered and he just like did I cancel it you know it's just it, it's brilliant I mean it's just brilliant <clears throat> frankly I think I think the the humor is is right up my alley and it's good clean fun I mean take your kids it to it it's it's I mean some of the stuff now I just I, you lose me but King of Queens I mean the Jonesboro Bridge. Uh, as I like to call it, it's Queensboro Bridge. Don't don't send me hate mail, but uh, it just makes it, it makes me uh, smile. I record all the episodes for all the listeners out there. If you ever need one, let me know. And then what about just a quick one here? I don't know if you all used to watch uh, TGIF, but do you, what do you remember about Tool Time? Just a quick one, either one of you. Oh, love it. Love, uh, love the fence conversation. I wish I yeah. had Wilson. a guy across the fence. I could just go out there, shoot the breeze with, talk about life's problems, and, and get some elderly man's advice for life, relationships, and family. That, that's why we started this podcast for you, Steve, and I consider me your Wilson. Here, I'll even hold my uh, hand over my face. So you ask me anything you want, and we'll let the listeners hear it, too. Uh, just don't say toasty nuts ever again. I t- <laughs> or or skin wagon um, or skin wagon. Yeah, what I remember, you know, you could always count on the Halloween and the Christmas episodes, oh, and I brilliant. just—it was like they were in my home, and I just—they were every year. You were going to get it. I mean, and, and I love that Tim the Toolman's a very staunch supporter of the Detroit Lions. Maybe one day, you know, they'll win a game in the playoffs. And yeah, I, I always I like the Detroit Lions because he like the Detroit Lions and Barry Sanders, one of the greatest products ever to leave college football. Tim Allen also a staunch supporter of cocaine, but uh, I think he's doing well. Listen, you remember what I said about second chances? And I have a feeling that might be your your theme for the week. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it. uh, Like I said, it's Easter Sunday. 
got to go ahead and get ready for the week, shut it down, recharge a little. I want to end with the segment here. We might call local knowledge. We'll see whether or not it sticks. I'm going to go with thoughts for the week. I'm going to start with the old man first. I mean, we're coming off Easter and, uh, you know, just the hope that that brings, I think, to many people around the world, myself included. I uh, hope everybody has a great week uh, and looks at relationships and friends and family. uh, And, you know, hey, if you haven't called somebody in a while or talked to somebody in a while, I encourage you to give them a call because you never know when that time might come and uh, give give them a chance and give uh, give. Give that relationship a chance again. That's my advice for the week, Mike. You know, I, I think just uh, start anew, start fresh, like and uh, let everybody know that the NBA playoffs apparently are going on. So if you need some basketball, apparently there's playoff basketball. Stephen, uh, I'll say with Scotty Scheffler winning the Masters, Jordan Spieth winning the RBC Heritage, and then you know the Tyrese Maxey with the uh, 76ers doing so hot. I would say it's time to bet on a Dallas guy. If, if you like some Dallas guys, talk to one this week, bet on one. Sounds like Dallas is going to on a hot streak. Bet some Dallas, especially if Luca comes back. That's my thought. Dallas, over to you, Mike, for your thoughts. Dallas, all the way. Uh, for me, you know, try something new. I got a chance to uh, That's nice. try pickleball today, and I, I was enthralled. I've got uh, – an event here in a, in a couple weeks, uh, pickleball tournament or something or other. Picked it up today. Pretty exciting. It's like uh, tennis on a small court, ping pong on a big court. Uh, a lot of fun. Really hard to end a game, though, if you play by the official rules. So look that one up. Uh, let you know how my pickleball journey goes. But uh, I can give that a shot. Sober or under the influence? What's the way to play pickleball? Oh, so pickleball's like uh, bags, where it's better with beer. Okay. Better with beer. All right. Next time. And any actual pickles used. And that's going to do it for this week at the Weekend at Berkman. Thanks, everyone, for joining, and we'll catch you next week. Take care, everyone. Take care, everybody.